Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Hopeful and Wholesome podcast. I'm coming on today to talk about human design. And I know I have a couple of episodes already. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes on human design, I would strongly encourage you to go back. Not like you can't listen to this, but you know, does it involve like context or anything so much? But the other two episodes that I have do go into like much more depth about what human design is and how you can use it to kind of live in alignment and and what it means and all that. So I want to bring it in today because I want to talk about it and relating it to health and wellness, because that's what I do with the clients that I work with is just kind of another avenue to promote healing and alignment and living in flow and all of that. So we're talking about human design. Um, Just again, you can go back to the previous episodes about human design to really dive into like what it is, but basically it's, it's the science of differentiation, right? It's, 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 ancient wisdom and modern science that gives you a blueprint of your soul. It's how you were designed to live, how you were designed to interact with the world around you, with the energy around you, with the people around you. And um, it really is a great way to learn more about yourself and how you should take action um, and help you really make aligned decisions and, and, and understand the role that you're here to play personally and interpersonally. And so when, when we relate it to health and wellness, I think it's a really important aspect to look at because when we're looking at wellness through the lens of human design, I believe that one of the possible root causes of a lot of chronic disease is that we spend a lot of time a lot of energy, really not so much the time. It's the energy. We spend a lot of energy being something that we're not, whether this is because of, you know, society or our genetics, our experiences, or just, just the beliefs of, of the collective about who we quote should be. It really molds our behaviors and our ways of living and our ways of being right. And in, in a lot of it is, is conditioning. And when we have with these behaviors and ways of living and being don't align with our energetic blueprint, they end up requiring our body to spend an excessive amount of energy trying to hold up this like facade that we're not this, this, this front of something that we're not. And, and really, and truly when we're living out of alignment, when we're living, like going against how we were designed energetically and we're going against this, we're meeting resistance. This is what causes dis-ease in the body. Dis-ease happens from this excessive amount of energy going against our genetic blueprint. This is what causes burnout and exhaustion and it affects our immune system and it affects our nervous system. This is, this is how it happens. And so with human design, it really helps us not only discover, but really understand what our energetic blueprint is so that we can really live in alignment with who we were meant to be. And it, it helps us in just in living with and in your health 
and, and just overall like vitality of life. And so that's why I want to kind of bring this in today and just relating it specifically to health and wellness, because I really do feel like this makes a huge impact on your health. So I'm going to go through the different types. And before I go through the types, I would ask you to pause this and go to um, get your free chart. You can go to hum- myhumandesign.com, mybodygraph.com, geneticmatrix.com. There's a ton of free ones that you can get online. I mean, all of them are free. You can go get your, um, you need your birth date, time, and place and get your chart and do that because it's going to be more helpful if you know, because you can listen to me and be like, Oh, I think I'm that one. But then by the time I'm done, you're like, Oh, I could be any of those. So it helps when you, when you have your charts, you can kind of follow along and listen. So I'm going to go through the different types and um, just give some strategies and tips for how to um, relate this to your health and wellness. So I'm going to start with my generators. So my generators are like, like I call them like the energizer bunny. They have so much energy and they are really good at like multitasking and, and really taking initiative on things. Right. So with my generator types, they're here to do things that light them up. They're here to do things that bring them joy and excitement, things that they feel happy about that, that that's the sign that you're in alignment with that. And so that relates to all things about your health and wellness as well. So when you're talking about like what you're eating and what you're doing to work out, doing things that light you up, that's a full body that, yes, that brings you pleasure. And because when you're going against that and doing things because you think you quote should, that's when you hit the resistance. That's when you start to injure yourself or you just burn out and you're like, I can't do this anymore because you're not interested. It's, It's not bringing you any pleasure or satisfaction. So if you can have a moment every day where you really connect with that energy of like something that brings you pleasure and joy and excitement, that's really going to help you keep that energy throughout the day and, and do things, basically anything that's like pleasurable and fun is going to be what helps recharge that internal battery because you have so much energy. You're really designed to go until exhaustion, which I know sounds crazy, but it's like a puppy. <laughs> I always relate it to like being like a puppy, you know, when you have a puppy and you just need to let them run around the yard, but just like, let them get their energy out. So then they'll calm down and they'll be able to, you know, they'll take a nap later. It, it's like that you have all this energy that needs to just get out. And so you were designed to go to exhaustion. So so for a lot of my generators, if, if I hear them tell me that they have trouble going to sleep at night or they're not sleeping well, a lot of times it, that's part of it. Like you need to do something more physical throughout the day to really get that energy out so that you can sleep well. Um, they are really designed to add more pleasurable activities and do what's more pleasurable. If you're feeling like energetically drained and not just drained in terms of like feeling fatigued, but feeling like kind of that, like mental, emotional, like spark plug is kind of running out. That typically means you're kind of veering off the path of, of your, you know, aligned action, which is doing things that feel pleasurable and, and fun. So that's a good clue to kind of get back on the path. What can I do right now in the moment that makes me feel pleasurable and fun, right? You get those, those emotions. Um, so yeah, so that's my generators. Um, if you feel, I think it's important to note here before I go into my next type, that you're, you're not self-emotion is frustration. It's that feeling of impatience. And that's the feeling that tells you that you're out of alignment. And so if you feel this in terms of like diet and exercise, that's a good clue that you're not doing something that's right for your body. So I feel like super restrictive diets aren't really successful for generators just because they're not designed to feel restricted. They're designed to just feel flowy and free, right? So that's a good, um, 
good indication that you're not doing something that's right for your body. Um, so keep that in mind. Moving on to my manifestors. Now, manifestors are a pretty small percent of the population, only about 9%. And they are, they're like the visionaries, right? So manifestors like have the vision and generators like take the action to get things done. So they're the visionaries and they get these, you know, these downloads and these, these visions and kind of, and get them in, in spurts. And so your energetic needs are going to change constantly. Whereas generators are constantly like, go, 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 go. You've got so much energy manifestors energy kind of comes in waves. And it's really important to relate that to how you eat and to how you exercise. And so just know like your energetic needs are going to be different based on kind of what stage you're in, what phase you're in. So if you're in like an action phase where you're getting things done. You've got this idea. You've got this thing you're working on. Your, your caloric needs are going to be different. You're going to need higher calorie foods, more dense foods that fill you up and make you feel satisfied and energized. You're going to have more energy to, to do maybe some higher intensity exercises when you're in the more of a resting phase where you've kind of, you've gotten that spread of energy out. And now it's like, okay, let's rest and kind of recharge before that next kind of wave of, of like vision or, you know, the initiation kind of comes, then you're going to want to eat more like cooling foods, more light and vibrant foods, foods that are going to make you feel weighed down. Right. So it's going to change. Now, when you are in these resting phases, really, really hone in on that and know that it's, it's okay to take these resting phases. Like when you're in this resting phase, this is a time of like reflection and um, rejuvenation. And then just know like when the energy comes back again, then you're in this action phase, you pick it back up and you, you go. Right. So just um, honing in on your intuition on that and listening to your body, listening to your body is huge for every type, but especially in this particular instance. Now I find that a lot of times manifestors, um, they can kind of take on the energy of generators or manifesting generators and kind of can feel this, like, I don't want to say competition, but they, they can kind of take on the energy and feel like, okay, well, if I'm like, say if your partner is a generator or a manifesting generator, they've got so much energy, both sides, so much energy. And so manifestors just per conditioning might think, well, well, gosh, like they've got all this energy. I, I feel like I should keep going. I should keep moving, but that's not the case for you. So it, it takes a little bit of deconditioning to understand like, no, no, like I'm allowed to sit back and rest sleep. If it's possible, I know it's not always possible, but if it's possible, if you are in a relationship with a generator or manifesting generator, sleeping alone, at least every now and then, or if you're in that resting phase can be helpful to kind of recharge your battery. So you're not taking on the energy of somebody else. Um, when for exercise, really short bursts of intense activity that lead you to exhaustion are helpful. And, and rather than like long drawn out workouts, right. If that makes sense. And for manifestors, it's important here again, to not fall into that conditioning pattern where you feel like if you're with a generator, you have to like, keep going. You really should go to bed before you're exhausted. And I usually encourage my manifestors to go to lay down, kind of get comfortable about an hour before actually going to sleep to really discharge and disconnect from the day. Um, whether that's, you know, reading or watching TV or listening to music, it doesn't mean you're, you're sitting there in silence or anything, but just doing something to kind of turn your brain off, kind of turn things off, discharge from the day, disconnect is going to be really important for my manifestors. Um, okay. So now going on to manifesting generators. So I am a manifesting generator. So I'm going to say a lot of this per experience, but, um, based on your energetic type. So for manifesting generators, you're kind of a combination between the manifester and the generator, and you have the energy of a generator. You are constantly going, you are like 
Energizer Bunny to the max because you are here to do all the things. You've got a million ideas and conditioning is going to tell you or society is going to tell you like, well, you can't do all that. You can't do all the things, but you can't. You are here to do all the things. You are great at multitasking. You are great at pursuing 50 things at once. That's what you're here to do. Now, because you have so much energy, you really do have higher caloric needs than, than all of the other types. You have so much energy to get out. And this I find can take a lot of deconditioning as well, because conditioning might tell you like, Oh, well, I'm eating too much, especially if you're around other types that are, that are different than you. Um, you're going to be like, Oh, well, why, why do I feel like I should like, I feel like I'm not full yet. Like I need to keep eating or man, I, I shouldn't have eaten so much. I, I probably ate too much. It, it, it takes some deconditioning because you really do require more calories than all the other types. And when you're eating, eating foods, kind of like that generator energy, right? Things that light you up in the moment, really restrictive diets don't do well for manifesting, especially for manifesting generators. Um, so counting, counting calories, super restrictive diets, foods that are quote good or bad, like the guilt, too much structure can be boring. And again, you are meant to flow and to move. You were meant to constantly be in motion. So anything that feels restrictive, things that are holding you back, like a restrictive diet, it's not going to do well for you. So, so this is a good opportunity to really tune into your intuition and listen to your intuition, to eat things that light you up in the moment, foods that are going to energize you and keep you um, keep that energy consistent. And then also being okay with, with doing things in phases. And this, these are, you know, things to work out like exercise or food. So people, again, this here's some conditioning for you. People might, might call you flaky, or you might feel like you're being flaky because you kind of jump from one thing to the next, but really that that's what, who you were di designed to be. You were designed to do things that are fun for you in the moment and then move on to something new when it no longer lights you up. So you might have a running phase and then you might get tired of that. You, you do weightlifting or you do Pilates or, and then you want to try um, spinning or, you know, you, you kind of move through these different phases, doing things that light you up. There's nothing wrong with that. Same thing with food. Maybe you go through this phase where you always eat sushi and then you want casseroles all the time. Then you just want salads, you know, so you go through these phases. It's all about what's bringing you pleasure, what lights you up in the moment, what your intuition is telling you, really tuning in with your intuition. Um, so for sleep, same as generators, you really want to get all the energy out, get all of the energy out, work until your exhaustion to really get a good night's sleep. So keep that in mind. My next type is projectors. So projectors is a, is about 22% of the population and they have a lot of open centers. So they take on a lot of other people's energy. So it can really leave them vulnerable to conditioning. So it might be more challenging for you to kind of decondition some things about who you are, who you are here to be. So you can kind of use your energy in the, in the correct way. Right. So for projectors, you are like really perceptive people here to solve problems. You're really good at seeing things in a way other people can't see them. You're really good at looking things from a different perspective and helping people see that perspective. And so with that, you really have to be careful with where your energy goes. So for you, as far as food, eating foods that make you feel light and vibrant, really um, like big portions, really heavy foods are going to make you feel weighed down. So kind of snacking throughout the day. So you're not eating a bunch of like big meals all at once. Snacking throughout the day can really help keep your energy up and keep it consistent. Otherwise, you know, you risk a burnout and just kind of hitting a wall, right? Um, Overeating can be a problem for projectors. Here's some conditioning for you because 
they think they can be more satisfied and, and it will give them more energy if they just keep eating like a manifesting generator who really needs to, you know, they need that, that more high, like calorie dense foods, but, but it just doesn't work the same for projector. Now, not to say you need less calories by any means, but you're just going to spread them out throughout the day. So you're not eating a lot at once. Um, and then because you can take on so much conditioning, you're again, you have to be careful where your energy goes. You, you can, you're best working in spurts. So you're best working in like three, four hours at a time, taking a rest three or four hours at a time, taking a rest. So naps can be really important for projectors. I've had clients before who are projectors and they'll feel like, like they have to apologize, like something's wrong with me. You know, I just feel like, you know, after I get done working, I just feel like I need a nap. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, granted, there is a fine line where if you're feeling exhausted all day long, because that's definitely something that I deal with with my clients. But if you feel like you've, you know, you've worked for a while, you've done something and you need a nap, take a nap, take a cat nap. It's typically your body telling you you just need a little recharge. And for projectors, it's really important. And they actually need more sleep just in general. So even sleep at night, they need more sleep than uh, like other types and taking time to like kind of rejuvenate, recharge your batteries. And in similar to um, kind of my manifestors where you kind of need some time to discharge for the day, it's important for you to take 30 minutes to an hour before going to sleep to really disconnect because you've been taking on other people's energy all day long. Some days that can be really exhausting. So um, taking time to really disconnect and, and discharge from the day is important. So my last type are my reflectors, super small percent of the population, only about 1% and all of their centers are open. Again, if you don't know what open centers are, go back to watch those other two, um, or listen to those other two episodes about, um, human design. It'll explain a little more, but, but basically they are, they have this really open aura that where they take on a lot of what's going on around them, which can be a really great gift, but it can also be, um, something that makes it really difficult to protect their own energy because they're taking on so much of everybody else. So they're really sensitive to the energy of other people. And for that reason, their environment, their alone time, their just the community that they're around is really important. So for my reflectors, I always encourage them to have a safe space whether it's like a little corner of the house, a little corner of the room, but having a space that's your own, that you can go to, you can have your alone time because you really do need to take the, take the time. And, and honestly, it should be something that you do regularly, taking time throughout the day to really be alone and, and disconnect from the energy. So you're not taking on too much of the energy around you, have time for reflection, have time to just kind of disconnect. So having that safe space, that's your own. Um, and then from our reflectors, of course, like I said before, listening to your intuition is important for everybody, but especially for my reflectors, really, really honing in and listening to your intuition, because that's, what's really going to help you in terms of, of diet and exercise, because you're going to need different foods, different forms of exercise to support your ever changing energetic needs. Cause your energy is always going to be changing depending on who you're with, who you're around, what you're doing, and it's going to change. So some days, you know, you might be by yourself a lot, maybe you're by other reflectors a lot. And so it's, you know, your energetic needs, you're going to be able to protect your energy a little bit better when you're around, especially when you're around like generators and manifesting generators, because they have so much energy, they're putting out so much, it can be really exhausting. And so knowing that you need to have, you know, different forms of exercise movement available to you to support that. So maybe on those days, you could do something more, you know, low impact, 
a little slower, something more like yoga or a slow walk to really just kind of connect with yourself. And not so much like a hardcore workout to get your, you know, your cortisol levels up, which is going to kind of put yourself in, in this higher stress state. And then, and then just play around with what feels good, what feels good in the moment, what feels good with where you are energetically. Um, if, if, you want to have a specific way of eating or exercise that gives you this sense of consistent energy that can support your energy in the moment. Right. And so, and and I think I left this out with my projectors because I think it kind of applies to this, but a lot of times my projectors and reflectors, I feel like can do well on like structured diets. And, and, and I hate the word using that, but like a, a, like a structured way of eating. So like, um, like paleo or, vegan or whole 30, right? They're, they're good at eating more structured, like meal plans, I guess is the best way to say it. Cause I really don't like to use the word diet. Like, not like they need to go on a diet, but you know what I'm saying? More structured way of eating. Whereas, you know, the opposite of that would be like new manifesting generators and generators who don't do good with that restriction and eating a certain way. I, I find a lot of times it, it, it allows them to conserve more of their energy because it's less they have to think about. You know what I mean? So, um, with my reflectors, similar to projectors, taking time at the end of the day to disconnect. So finding that safe space that you have in your home, your house, your home, your room, whatever it is being by yourself for a little while. Um, if, if you're having trouble sleeping, a lot of times sleeping by yourself can help you kind of let go of anybody else's energy that might be in the bed next to you and can kind of keep you from feeling that those feelings of like overwhelm. Cause that can be a real thing for projectors is that feeling of overwhelm because you can take on everybody else's energy and, and everybody else's pain. Like you're just, you're so in, in tune to that. So those are the types. I hope that helps give you some direction in terms of you know, how to live in terms of your wellness based on your human design type. There's so much more we could go into this, but I think this gives you a good starting place to, um, kind of tune into your body, start tuning into your intuition and really living in alignment with, with who you were designed to be. Uh, let me know if you have any questions on this and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to hopeful and wholesome y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.